Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, Nikki, and this is another Focus on Female episode, and I am so very excited to have with me Stacy Tovar here today. How's it going, girl? Hi, Nikki. It's great to have you. Where are the cocktails? That's what I... I, kettlebells I know. And cocktails. <laughs> Usually when John and I record in the evenings, we like low-key do actually have cocktails. Yeah, um, that's This is like... The middle of the day, I have a coconut water. Oh, there you go. And I have my <laughs> I water like, right here. But yeah, thanks a so bit much of a for having off. me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being on. I feel like when I when I am scrolling through Instagram and also like scrolling through my memory in trying to figure out the types of guests to have on the show based upon the feedback that all the listeners are giving me, you just like you skyrocketed to the very top Aww. of the list because you are an absolute legend in our sport and in our space. Um, and because your life has just undergone so many really wonderful changes over the last few years. So I just want to catch up on how things have been going and how things have been changing and how you are still so incredibly involved in our space, starting with moving your, your, uh, kid count from one to two. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Congratulations. And you know what? Honestly, thank you so much. Yeah. The last five years have been a total like whirlwind since I <laughs> put my shoes out on the finish line at the, at the 27, 17 CrossFit games, but it's been an awesome five years too, even though I can't remember most of it. Um, right. <laughs> sleep deprivation will do I that too. And I think the prego brain is in total full effect. Um, you know, Going from one to two, going from zero to one was much harder for me than going from one to two, for sure. Um, I just missed competing in general. I was my petrified of what my body was going to do, if it was going to come back to what it was. Um, I knew nothing about how to take care of a child. You know, I mean, every, every day was just a total guessing game and yeah, but it turns out it was the best decision I could have made. And although I do miss the sport, like mom life is in full effect and yeah, I'm really stoked to, to have two little guys now. But you are still so very much involved in the sport. I mean, I know that you're not out there at the at the CrossFit Games every year, but you you do own an affiliate, right? I That's do. Like yeah. 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 It's keeping us super busy. And yeah, I'm on the athlete council as well. So I'm still on advisory calls and still a part of very much part of uh, HQ and the athletes and in the know. So yes, it's a different side. Um, you know, I think I like both sides, but I, I really do miss competing. Uh, a lot, but yeah. I mean, you had a, a chance. We did see you out on the competition floor just a few months ago when you were still pregnant. So much fun. I was 21 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And honestly, um, that was like the most, the, the, the least stressful of competing ever. Because, yeah. It was like, okay, well I can't do that. You know, I actually, I didn't even think I was going to be able to do a ring muscle up and then backstage, I was like, well, I'll just try it. And then I just got up on the rings and I was like, you know, I think I can be able to do like singles when I'm out there. And the guys were like, all right, this is amazing. Like we don't have to scale a workout. So yeah, it just ended up being super fun and a lot, a lot, you know, just stress-free and just a lot of great memories and catching up with the athletes. I was just there more or less to mingle. Um, yeah. But Beating was a lot of fun too. And who's, I never would have thought like I would be saying here now today, like 21 weeks, I was pregnant with my son, Nolan and me and yeah, I had a great time. 
So it was so fun to watch. Well, that, that rogue competition is incredible to watch every year anyway, but then like the legends division, the fact that it was all partner workouts, the fact yes. that you were pregnant, it was like, like icing on yes. the icing on the icing on the cake. It I was know so- it really was. And Chris Wheeler did an amazing job programming that like all the athletes felt great. We felt like we weren't going to miss a beat at work the next week. You know, I felt incredible. Like I said, I didn't have to, we didn't have to scale a single workout. So, I mean, that was I mean, kudos to those guys for making it happen and yeah, being out there and, and to Katie and, um, you know, the, the road crew for having me like that was super awesome. So I hope I get to go back. That would be really fun. Curious to know. I feel like when I was pregnant and I was posting, like, even just like walking around the block, I would get the haters coming out being like, oh, you shouldn't blah, blah. You know what I mean? Did, did yes. you get any backlash for competing pregnant? You know, actually, I only got a few and I was relatively surprised. Um, at this point, I'm kind of just like, I don't even care about Instagram. Like the haters are always going to hate no matter what you post these days. I feel like it's, we're just so... I don't know, divided. It's yeah, kind of it's a hot garbage fire. Yeah. The internet. Yeah, terrible. right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I really didn't. And all along, I feel like, I mean, you know, this too, being pregnant, you just kind of listen to your body. It's kind of one of those really weird intuitions you get that I feel like is just on overdrive. Um, you have intuitions all the time, but when you're pregnant, there's just something about you that you're just like, yeah, I, I think I can do this or no, I think today's not the day. And um, I went in feeling great. You know, um, my doctor, I had been doing CrossFit the whole time. Um I knew that Chris was going to take really good care of me with the programming um, and it was going to be just a lot of fun. And that's the way I kind of went with it. And I feel like when I talked about that in my social media posts, people kind of got that approach that I wasn't out there to like PR, you know, I was out there to have just a lot of fun and, and to really truthfully say that I did it at 21 weeks pregnant, you know, show other moms that they totally can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. I think making that statement is so important. There was a, there was an athlete that was pregnant at the syndicate crown, uh, where I was reporting a few weeks ago and she (laughs) fairly certain came in like dead last. And she had like a tank top on that said like wadding for two, or it had like little like little feet on the belly or whatever. And same kind of thing. Like, I think she knew she wasn't there to PR. She knew she wasn't punching her ticket to the games, but she qualified and she really wanted to compete. And I feel like, I just feel like that's important to show that like, we're not, um, like we're not sick and we're not like injured when we're pregnant. Like we're just ourselves and we're capable of so much and, within reason and within whatever, you know, you and your medical team together decide is safe for you. There's so much activity that can happen. Totally. I just think, yes, I feel like all women should really truly like, it's not about, it's not about lifting more weight. It's not about mom strength. It's not about that. It's, it's literally think about what you're doing for yourself, for your recovery and the recovery and the health of your baby too. Um, you know, a baby is traumatized after coming out of your vagina. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, aren't we all? Aren't a, we all? Yeah, it's a really big deal. And I feel like if you provide them with that normal, um, then they're going to recover just as quickly as, as you did as a mom working out while you were pregnant. So it is just about that. Just move a little bit. You don't have to be a rock star or superstar. And you know what? Honestly, sometimes like deadlift, I remember 
sometimes you are a superstar because that mom strength is just crazy. And you're just like, I don't know how I just lifted that, but that felt incredible. I looked great. I, you know, and I just lifted a lot more than I had lifted in a while. So there's, there's that, you know, you just kind of go by feel and, and you know yourself better than anyone. So yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with working out while you're pregnant. No, hell yeah. I would, I would love to know from you now that you've done it twice and if you, if you're comfortable sharing, but I would yeah. love to know, like, how were your births different? How do you feel like they were affected by what you did or didn't do throughout both pregnancies? Because I'm a, personally of the belief, because it worked for me, but of course every human body is different. I'm personally of the belief that because I worked out and because I did CrossFit my entire pregnancy, like it made my birth really easy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was already conditioned to working hard, enduring a lot, feeling pain, whatever, but, but not everybody is the same way. And some people are like, ah, my muscles were really tight and that was not the way I wanted things to go. So I'd be curious to know, um, how did it go for you and, and how is it different both times? Yeah. So with, I think with your first, you just, you kind of don't know what to expect. And so with my second, I was kind of like, okay, now I can compare apples to apples. I, with Gavin, I worked up a I worked out up until two days before I gave birth with Nolan, which is my second. I worked out up until five days before giving birth. I had zero symptoms of labor um, with Gavin, my first, and I thought I was going to have a baby nine days before I did with Nolan. So, oh my God. I know it was crazy. I had every symptom except for my water breaking, literally every symptom. Um, with Gavin, my water just broke. Like I walked for the last two days. I just walked. I was like, I was feeling a little bit of pressure. So I knew that he had dropped, um, significantly. And I just was like, you know, I think that was my last workout. I'm okay with that. And, um, two days later, we just, we were walking, um, for probably 20 minutes a night. I had him in June. So it was extremely hot here in Nebraska. And, um, yeah, one night I was just sitting there watching the Carl's World Series and my water broke on the couch. And then it was game over after that. I know. So we're done yeah, here. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I did get the epidural with Gavin. Um, so I knew with Nolan, I, I told my doctor, do not talk me into getting the epidural. <gasps> Why? Why did you want it? I just wanted to experience. I, I, so Nolan is my last. I'm, I'm done having kids after this. And I knew I wanted to experience what a natural birth felt like. Um, so I think that my mental space was already prepared and I did it. I did not get the epidural. I asked for it. And my doctor was like, Stace, like, (gasps) you know, she, I forget what she said. I think she lied. She was like, you're a little too far along. And I knew I wasn't, but whatever, maybe I was. And so she was trying to help you. She was, and she, she did great. She kept her word. So it was amazing. But, um, my recovery, I, I, I was severely depressed after I had Gavin. Like I didn't, I I was, I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what I was doing. I just wanted my old life back traveling the world and, and working out and being around cool people and getting paid to do that was pretty awesome. (laughs) And um, and then I brought a kid into the world and it all just kind of stopped, you know, and um, I was depressed. So I was, you know, depressed about the way I looked. I wasn't quite sure how long it was going to, was I going to, was I going to come back to what I used to look like? You know, I mean, you just kind of never know. And um, I just took it one day at a time. I was super concerned about like breastfeeding and pumping and having enough supply and all this and that. So I just really took it easy and, um, 
you know, sure enough, after a few months, everything was fine. And I got my body back and, you know, I was back to doing things that I once loved to do. And having a baby didn't, you know, really stop me from doing much of that. Come to find out, you just kind of make it all work. Um, with Nolan, I was way less stressed. Like I kind of knew what to expect. Um, I feel like having a natural baby, I, I, was on cloud nine. I felt like superwoman for like months. I'm, I mean, he's only three months old. I still feel like amazing, a million bucks. And I'm way less stressed. You kind of know what to expect. Um, and I feel like my body has responded a lot quicker because of that. If that makes sense. Like it took me probably six to eight months before I started to feel normal, like have a strong core, um, feel like I could actually hold a plank for 30 seconds without shaking tremendously, you know, with Gavin, with Nolan, I'm doing things that I didn't think I was doing when I had Gavin. And I attribute that to just being a little bit less stressed about everything. So oh my gosh, well, stress wrecks your body. And so people don't realize like it has yeah. legit negative physical and mental implications like across the board. And there is no more stressful time in your life than when you are a first time parent. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, and I feel the baby, like, I don't know my body. I feel like I, I mean, I only have five more pounds left to to lose before I'm at pre-baby weight. That didn't happen with Gavin. I was, you know, and I'm doing everything I did. I'm still eating, I'm breastfeeding, I'm pumping, I'm still producing, you know, I think it's just literally like a stress response. And I feel that much more confident in myself as a mom, um, that things are just kind of happening naturally in the gym, which is great. Yeah. It's really nice to hear because I, I had severe postpartum anxiety when I first got home. It lasted about six weeks, about six six to seven weeks before I really started to feel normal again. And the more research I do and the more I talk to my, still see my postpartum therapist once a month. She's amazing. We'll probably see her for life. Love her to pieces. Um, But she's kind of prepping me as we talk about having more kids someday that like, you know, oftentimes women who feel those types of symptoms when they first get home from the hospital, they feel them again. That happens again. So it's really nice to hear that you felt very different after your second baby than, than your first. I mean, I think that some of that stuff is hormonal. You can't do anything about it. Like your brain chemistry is going to make you feel how it's going to make you feel, but there's a lot, there's a lot environmentally stress related, like mindset related, a lot of work you can do or put in to kind of just help bolster that not happening a second time or not, maybe not the same way. Right. Yes. I think it also helped like my first, I don't know if Hunter is sleeping, but Gavin is still not sleeping through the night. He's an awful sleeper. Um, and I think when you paired, you talked about being sleep deprived, like you just pair that with stress and then you just want your body back. You know, it's like, it's, it's just, it's a kind of a train wreck, but, um, with Nolan, he, he sleeps through the night. I always hate moms this because they would tell me this when I had Gavin and I didn't have Nolan and I would get so pissed off. I'd be like, look, I don't want to hear this again. Okay. I already know your kid sleeps through the night. Your kid sleeps. Congratulations. I know. Right. Yes. So I think, you know, that again is just a sign of, Hey, like this is the way it's supposed to be. Maybe like, yeah, yeah, totally chill out and the baby will chill out too. (laughs) I think that's so, they can a hundred percent pick up on your vibe. 
hundred percent. I'm glad that he's giving you a little bit of an easier time because we always joke because Hunter is like the easiest fucking baby in the world. Oh, that's incredible. He's a trick baby, right? Like he's the kind of baby that tricks you into having like 10 more babies. Yes. Until the second baby, right? Because then I hear that the second baby is like the actual hellion. So that's what we're totally freaked friend, out about. I have a friend. I have a friend that that happened to. And she's like, now I don't know if I want a third or a fourth. It's like, oh right. my gosh. So right yeah. exactly um yeah. you're not finding that though it sounds like it sounds like nolan is the chill one nolan is the chill one yeah i know mm. he's great he's great is it is it true that the second one kind of just raises himself you're like oh that's you're fine yeah <laughs> yeah that tends to happen too um he's got to learn how to cry it out a little bit more longer and a little bit more frequently than gavin and um i think they kind of know and they also have like things to look at like when i'm busy with gavin there was no there was nothing to look at when gavin would cry on the floor he'd be like where's my mom you know but like nolan can see us he can hear us um he can watch me do things with gavin i also feel like maybe i just wasn't paying attention to gavin but he catches up like he he is very observant and maybe i didn't really even realize you know what gavin was looking at or what he was doing at this you know fine age of three months but he is he knows what's up so yeah it's pretty cute it's pretty cute that's awesome and now you are you like back to work at your affiliate are you you really already yeah, it's, it's yeah, only been yeah, three months and you're already kind of cranking on everything yes he went back to daycare on june 1st so oh. it was a yeah short 12 weeks but i was ready um dustin had been holding the fort for the long and i was in and out of the office i just wasn't putting in full days still writing the programming still inputting it into this back end still checking in on my coaches um we had an intern that started i guess a week before I came back to work. So I, I really had to get back to get back to the office. But um, it's nice to know that, like, I have the best I have the best coaches ever, like things were just running so smoothly. They didn't bother me. Um, if they if they absolutely didn't have to, um, or if they really needed something. And yeah, we just kept cranking along even after we just moved into the facility. So yeah, it, I couldn't have asked for a, a better team. You just moved your business? Like you didn't have enough going on? Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. It was all planned, I promise. We were supposed to be in our building last October. And of course, like between the pandemic and this and that, um, there was literally, I don't know, some electrical piece that was on back order forever. They weren't sure when they were going to get it in. So it pushed us back until December. So I was like, okay, well, that's still, you know, five months before I have to have this baby or three months before I have to have this baby. And then it got pushed to January. And, you know, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, we're moving and I'm going to have a baby in like two months. And then we're going to be in this building and I'm going to be on maternity leave. So whatever. We just rolled with it. <laughs> Good luck, everyone. We're here. I know. We're yeah, exactly. But we're here, and they crushed it, and I have the best team ever. So that's yeah. awesome. We're starting so to how do you deal with, cause as a, as an affiliate owner and if you're coaching or if you're managing coaches, whatever you, you have kind of an irregular schedule, how are you managing like the pumping and the picking up the daycare routine and all that stuff? Yeah, that was pretty tricky. Um, that you know the amount of bags you have to haul as a mom like oh my god ain't that the truth i know i need a wagon i know exactly exactly so that's been tricky but honestly um i'm pretty much behind the desk i'm not really on the floor a whole lot anymore we have a really i guess a really awesome team to help out with with the coaching side of things so pumping is actually okay um i can do 
you know, every three, four hours, but I will tell you like not being at home and having him on my breasts, I can tell that my supply has dipped a little bit. And that could also be just from activity. Yeah. When I got back to the office, um, I don't know how it happened, but I just randomly lost five pounds. I didn't change a thing. I think it was just because I was on the go and I had a lot going on that first week back to work, trying to catch up with everyone. And I had meetings and I ate the same. I just feel like there's a difference between the breast pump and the actual suckling of your baby on your boob. So So, can I just say that was like one of my biggest anxiety triggers when I was first trying to like establish my supply and figure out like everything because, and apparently this happens to a lot of women, but like the, the baby empties the, my boob like 10 times better than the pump. Like yeah. I can sit on the pump for like 45 minutes and I'm still only going to get like a couple ounces. Yeah. But if I put milk in a bottle, he'll eat eight ounces at once. So I'm like, yes. I know I'm making enough and I know he's eating eight ounces in a sitting because he's he doesn't leave hungry. Like he's good for three or four yeah. hours in between feeding. feeding. Isn't that funny? I know. It's, it's nuts. And then like, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like the the quote unquote advice from lactation consultants is so variable across the board, right? I saw two lactation consultants at the hospital. I had two uh, meetings with lactation, like Instagram lactation consultants, like people that you can like book with, like, and everyone's telling me different shit. And they're all like, well, just pump for longer or just pump more or, or like just pump to comfort a little bit. And I'm like, well, y'all say that if you don't empty the boob, then your supply will dip. Y'all say that if you do pump too much that your supply will, it's like all fucked up. So I was just like panicked about sending him to daycare the first time. Cause I'm like, what if this is the end of my breastfeeding journey? And don't get me wrong. Breastfeeding is a Royal pain in the ass, but I personally happen to like it a lot and want to keep doing it for longer. So I was just terrified. I'm like, he's going to be gone. He's going to take 16 ounces with him when he leaves the house. I'm not going to make 16 ounces while he's not here. Like, yes, 100%. Do you know who my lactation consultant was actually? It was my sister, my sister. I saw like three freaking just like you. And Mm -hmm. she's like, Oh, she's like, uh, well, first of all, like he needs to be up. And she literally just took his head. I remember. And she just was like, and I was like, Oh, like, that and like she's koala like, hold yeah. style yeah i know right and then it was like game on it was like perfect after that yeah and i was like why didn't the lactation consultant like tell me this mm-hmm. help me with this mm-hmm. like i really don't even know i yeah, yeah. they're all it's oh, all i'm it's a it's a journey oh, the breastfeeding journey it, it, is it, like it. i have like five different pumps at my house like i'm not kidding <laughs> i tried everything because i was just panicked And also I think for me, my mom could not breastfeed, tried really hard, just like didn't make milk. And so I was really paranoid going into it that I was like genetically not going to be able to do this. So anything I could think of, like I've got every pump and every, (laughs) so stupid. And now my supply is like nice and established and the baby goes naked three days a week and we have no problem and we have a small freezer stash, like things are good. But looking back on it, I was like, holy shit, how many like, nights of sleep did I lose just being like what are my nipples gonna do tomorrow like I know and that's another thing that happened with Gavin is I was like I said I was so stressed out about my supply like I was so stressed out about pumping and doing it right and all this and freezing and all this stuff that I with Gavin I just it was yeah I remember I stopped 
pumping. What did I do? I know he lasted until eight months. So I was proud of, I was proud of doing that. Um, but I, I did get my period at four months. That's what happened. I got my period Uh at four months and then my supply just totally tanked. I would, okay. You talk about pumping for like 45 minutes. I would pump every hour on the hour. Listen to get one ounce. What? Yes. 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 He was up in the middle of the night so frequently that I would just sit there and pump. And I actually made it from four months to eight months off of frozen freaking breast milk. Holy moly. Yes. I have not really told anyone that story. So when Nolan came, I was like, you know what? Number one, rule number one, if this kid sleeps through the night, I am not fucking waking up. Oh, hell no. I am not waking up to pump. And second of all, if my supply dips, I am not going to stress about it. I am just going to deal with it. I'm going to freeze and then whatever. Like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So here I am. so, and, and are you finding that you're able to like breastfeed better and longer because you're less stressed about it? Yeah. I feel like you, you know, why, mm-hmm. why in the middle of the night when he does randomly wake up, like he's full and he's good for hours upon hours. And then, or even before we go to bed, like after I just pumped at four o'clock and it's ready for him to go to bed and he sleeps all night long. Why do I only pump like three or four ounces then? I don't get it. Uh-huh. You know? I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It truly does not make any sense. But I'm I don't know about it because it's just, it's happening. So yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like they're just like mother nature just is always better, right? Like they're just better. Like a baby's designed to be better at, at removing milk from the breast than this weird mechanical system. But I will tell you one piece of advice that this actually legitimately worked for me. I got silicone, um, mm. flanges, Mm, I'll send you the link. Mm -hmm. I bet you helped. Yeah. And they kind of like, they kind of like collapse around your nipple. And the first time I watched it happen to my own boobs, I like emailed them and I was like, your things are crushing my nipples. I don't think this is right. And they were like, no, they, they do that on purpose. They try to mimic like what the baby's tongue does. Yeah. The company is called pumpables and actually really, really neat. They're kind of new and, um, their stuff's affordable and they make a portable pump that I love. Usually it's sitting right here, but it's not right here. Um, and it's like 150 bucks. Like it's doesn't nice. break the bank. It's yeah. yeah, that's that really helped me. Have you found any food that really like helps boost your supply too? No. And <laughs> I've tried it all. I eat a lot of oatmeal because that's what they can say. I bought every supplement I bought like hydration booster and whatever. And I actually bought one like, like milk supplement. That's like a chai tea. Okay. And it made me feel weird. Oh, okay. Like it made me like lightheaded and oh, not yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was like too much um like milk thistle or whatever the fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. There's so many things out there. Yeah. Try- Did you find anything? Uh, you know, I tried fenugreek, I tried like um yeah. the legendary milk has like pump- tried all of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. I- <laughs> um oatmeal and then randomly zucchini for whatever reason I don't know what it is I just find that and I guess steak and potatoes like if I go ham on a nice red piece of meat or bunch of potatoes like yeah just that's awesome yeah gives me a little extra I'm not talking like I'm pumping eight ounces you know but an extra ounce or two will take so absolutely yeah Yeah, 100% I find that I so now I'm pumping now that everything's established I'm pumping about three times a day like I'll, even on days he's home, like he's home two days a week and I'll pump three times a day, like after a feeding just to yes. like get full, yes. whatever. 
and then that's the freezer stash. And if I can get like, if I can get like, I don't, sometimes I'll get 16 ounces while he's gone, which is wild. I got to really stay on top of my shit and like pump during a lot of meetings, a lot of zoom calls with my camera off. Um, but if I get between like 12 and 14 while he's gone, if it's not like perfect, I don't stress about it anymore. Yes. I know. It's fine. I know. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I did actually, and I actually, um, I don't know if you're on like the infamil shortage or if you're planning on doing that anytime soon or if you're good, but um, for all the moms out there, I did actually put an order through Walmart. I've tried everything because I'm like, you know, I still have, I still have, a, I have a good stash, but I better just put something in my back pocket. And then yeah, my, sister's due, my sister's due July 11th and I'm just going to be that sister that, hey, if for whatever reason she doesn't produce or she can't latch or whatever, like... I'm going to have, I'm going to be that person that has some supplies. So she's not stressed out about that. Cause you're That's already awesome. stressed out about everything. But anyway, I just put an order in through Walmart last week and it came. <laughs> I was like shocked. Cause I had tried Walgreens, CVS. Like I, of, of course, every time I go to the grocery store, I just kind of look at the shelves and no, eh, there's nothing there. So yeah, for all the moms out there, Walmart actually saved the day. So now I have I'm like extra relaxed. So maybe I'll, you know, produce more. I don't know. Uh, Hell yeah, you will. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, thank you for saying that. I know that people are really struggling. My brother's really struggling because he is, uh, yeah, his baby is six months behind Hunter. It's about four months and is on the special preemie formula because he came six weeks early and Mm. man, they are struggling. It sucks. It really, really sucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So scary. So scary. Weird times, man. Weird times. Well, so I would love to know from you, you've gone through both of these journeys. They've been a little bit different. I mean, same, same, but different, you know, in, in all the good ways, but it seems like this kind of recurring theme that you had, especially in your first pregnancy, that so many of us have the first time we go through it is this kind of like, will I get my body back, my physique back, my performance back in the gym? And it's like, it's so honestly, it's part of why I did not want kids for so long. Yeah. I, I, I spent a okay, lot of I, my life not wanting children because I was like, fuck it. I work really hard to just not be chunky. And yeah. like, I'm not signing up for cankles for life. I'm not no. doing it. <laughs> yeah. so, yes. Come to find out it's all what you make of it. But, um, but yeah, I would just love to like hear a little bit more about what that mindset shift was like for you the first time. And then the second time, like, has it been yeah. the same different yeah. yeah. I do trust my doctor and I love her to death, but I remember asking her this question after I had my first uh, Gavin and she's like, Stace, everything will be fine. Like you took great care of yourself. You gained 21 pounds with Gavin. Like that was perfect. Um, give it about a year. And I looked yeah. at her and I was like, a fucking year. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, I didn't work my ass off during this pregnancy. Still like, I and I didn't work my ass off. I, you know, went to the gym. I didn't have to, but I right. just moved, did my thing, took care of myself, ate really well, did all the things right. And you're going to tell me it's going to take a year. Uh-huh. And she was pretty close. Like I said, I think about six to eight months in, I finally felt like I could hold a core normal again. And I really do feel like I had my body image back by a year. So that was really refreshing to hear. And then I have to remember, like this thing took nine, 10 months to get to the point where it was like, 
what do we tell people who are looking to lose weight? Like, Hey, it took years for you to put that on. It's probably going to take years for you to put that off. So the same thing goes for a child. And yeah, I feel like it was pretty darn close, but the good news is, is that it does come back and it's not easy. Um, and it's a lot of work just like it was when you were pregnant, but it does come back and you do get back to your normal you know, confident bod, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. eventually. So I think what I appreciate is just your openness about that goal and that journey. Cause I had the same goal. I was like, I really liked my body before I got pregnant. I was actually probably one of the fittest I've ever been in my life before I got pregnant. And I feel like nowadays, like with body positivity, which I'm all for, by the way, there's a little bit of a I don't know. It sounds, you're like not even supposed to say anymore that you like want your body back, but I'm like out here being like, well, I'm just trying to be real. And I, I fucking, do. I fucking do want my body back. Cause I liked it and I worked hard yeah. for it. And not only for how it looked partially for how it looked, but also for, for what it could do. And so the conversation is not like you need to lose weight after you have a baby or you're not worthwhile until you look like you've never had a baby before. It's just like, personally, I had that goal where I was really happy with myself and that's where, that's how I want to look. I don't feel bad saying it out loud. And if yeah. I, if I didn't want to look that way anymore and I was just out here in my new skin, feeling confident about that, that would be fine That'd be too. awesome too. Exactly. Yes. I know. I definitely, yeah, I'm kind of over like beating around the bush, I guess, with things. Yeah. These like, yeah. It's just like, this is what it is. You can like it or you can leave it and sorry, but that's the truth. So yeah, I feel like, it is like you nailed it. It's not about the way I look. It is about the way I look. Cause I love the way I look. It's about what it can freaking do too. Mm-hmm. Like we are incredible humans yeah. and I've worked really hard. We all work really hard to get where we're at. And yeah, what's wrong with me? A little bit confident about that. So totally. Yeah. And now you do that for other women too. Well, and men, right? Like that's part of what your business is. Yeah. So, I mean, I truly think that I say this all the time. I love seeing people, you know, back squat, I don't know, 250 pounds or whatever their goal is. But what I really love more is seeing the weight come off of people and like them pulling out a pair of jeans that have been in the closet for six years and be like, holy shit, these fit again. Like I knew I kept these for a reason. Like, oh my God, like that look on their face is what really makes me the happiest. And yeah, so I do preach a lot about nutrition. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't just happen because I'm breastfeeding or because I'm working out or because I, I live in a gym. I literally sit behind a desk all day long, like a bunch of people in this world. I'm not on the floor except for the one hour of a day that I do take a group class. Um, the rest of the time it, it truly does happen in the kitchen. And I love teaching about that to both men and women. So yeah, it's been super cool. Do you find that now that you've had the experiences of growing your own family, that you approach nutrition differently? Like if you have new moms or breastfeeding women, because I feel like there's not a lot tailored to that season of your life, if you will, nutritionally. Well, when it comes to the kids, I try to be as human as possible. Like I hate, look, moms, there are still goldfish in my cupboard. There are still fruit snacks in my cupboard. You know, if Gavin doesn't want to eat what I put on the table, I don't blame him. Sometimes I had roast last night. Like it's not the most flavorful. It's kind of chewy as a young kid, you know? So 
I had some hard salami for him that I know that he likes as his protein, you know, but everything else, he usually does a really good job of eating. Um, I just try and offer it to him first. And then if he really shows no interest in it or is like, yuck, then I try and give him something because I know I don't want my kid to starve. But, you know, I mean, I try not to stress about that portion too much. Um, I just try and make it available and then he can make a choice if he wants it or not. As far as like, um, I forget the other question, me personally, um, where I forget where we are going with this, but, um, I just, it try. All, it, it all works. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I just try and eat as much color in my diet as possible. Like more of my plate has vegetables on it than it does protein and carbohydrate and fat. And as long as I do that, I know I can't fuck up really. I mean, yeah. so yeah. Are you coaching other women through this phase of life too? I am. So my members I'm doing, so it's called the nutritional lifestyle. It's through um, an online program that I have called go far lifestyles. It basically pairs the virtual world, um, fitness and nutrition together. And I have people that are just doing fitness and I have people that, so they don't really come to my gym here in Omaha, but they do it worldwide. And then I have the nutrition part both here at big Omaha fitness. And then of course, everyone around the world. And it's super cool. I do these 30 day challenges. Um, I have a workbook that somebody can just download and read and start a challenge like today if they wanted to. Um, and then I offer challenges that are done with a bunch of people all over the world. And they're about once, oh, every yeah month and a half. So maybe once every six to eight weeks. And, you know, I just more or less to get people a eating more vegetables. I think that that's a common fault in America and I think worldwide in general. Um, and then just like learning about how to manage stress and how to get to the gym, drinking more water, just taking better care of themselves overall. Um, I think that a lot of people don't plan and prepare meals as often or as frequently as they need to. Um, and so finding that habit, making that like a lifestyle, really, um, I'll find a lot of success in, in teaching people how to do that. So that is 100% the hardest part of it for me it too. hundred percent. I know. I'm like, I find myself on days, like, like <laughs> find myself on days where I need to do all the things like first thing in the morning where I'm like, I need to, like feed the baby, prep the baby for daycare, which means like prep all his bottles and get all the shit and feed the dogs. And and the baby's got to get to daycare and the dogs have to get to their daycare. And I got to get, by the time I get to my office, which is only a couple of days a week that I don't work from home, but still by the time I get to my office, I like don't have anything. Oh, and I've packed, I've already pumped once oh. in the morning and I packed my pump parts and did I pack my cooler and did I, it's just like, <laughs> fuck, I'm doing the best I can. And I did not prepare food for myself. I did not. So I'm either going to pick up lunch or I'm going to eat a cliff bar for the rest of the day. Like, I know, I know. There's no time for all the things like that. It is. It's really stressful. My husband had a, he had a hernia that, you know, turned into a suspicious lump that turned into just being a hernia. It was kind of a long drawn out process for several months now. I know. So we had that on top of having a baby and moving buildings, but he finally got it removed yesterday and thank God it wasn't a, it was not, not cancer. I was fine, you know, but like literally it was a hundred degrees here in Omaha and I turned the crock pot on because I was like, you know, I am going to have to take care of him. Not that I don't have to take care of him every day, but I have to take care of him and the the two boys and the dog and this and that. And I was like, I don't even care. It's a hundred degrees. I'm turning the freaking crock pot on. And I told you we had roast. And I was like, I am more afraid of not having a plan and what that would turn into than 
actually having a crock pot on when it's already ungodly hot outside. Like, yeah, I didn't even care, but that's the type of planning that it's got to take, you know, yeah. if, you know, that consistent practice, if you really want to have the results that you want to have. So I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. You know, we invested recently in like a meal service Yeah, here. and actually, and also I should say that we, I happen to order ice age meals, which is a really nice option. It's yeah. just, it's just sometimes like I didn't bring the frozen meal with me to work. So it's like dinners and stuff at home have been kind of easy because we've been doing that. Oh, there's a local service that drops off like prepared foods and they'll just give you like, just like two pieces of grilled salmon or like just roasted veggies in a plate. So that's been nice. So between those and the ice age meals for dinner, we're usually good. But like, I, I did not, even if we have it, even if we meal prepped, like, did I have time to physically pack it into a bag and leave the house with it? It's like the last thing on my mind after I, I pack know. everything for everyone else. I know. I know. Ugh. Yes. You know. I know. Well, you're doing great, Mama. You are. Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. We can yeah. totally do it. Yes. So what are your what are your goals, if any, now that you're kind of in this season of life where you're starting to get back into the swing of things and you're adjusting to life with two, but you're back at work? Like, do you have yeah. personal, professional, fitness goals all around? Yeah, I think since we moved um, CrossFit Omaha into this building that Dustin and I built, um, this has been a process for like three years. So finally got into the building. Um, the goal is to just now that all like the tiny little things, like, I don't know, outlet coverings, you know, things like that last minute projects that needed to be done. Um, we just want to get the place humming. So we have two different programs. We have CrossFit Omaha, of course, that's still, you know, the staple of our, of our home. And then we have big Omaha fitness programs, which are like hit code red cardio, like types of programs. So there's a solution for everyone. It's literally a one-stop shop. Then I offer nutrition on the side. So you have no excuse not to join. Um, just get that membership humming. So I feel like it's kind of like we're starting a tiny little gym within a really big gym, um, and get more people in the door. Not necessarily. I don't even care if they don't do CrossFit. Like I, I know CrossFit's not for everyone, but I literally have a solution for you. And the incredible thing is that everyone wants to lose weight. And so I know how to do that. So yeah. come see me, you know, I love that. I think, um, of course we have, we have a goal, you know, we want to grow that program by a hundred people just this year. So we have, you know, I don't know what quarter are we in? Yeah, we're pretty we're much like halfway through. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we've got yeah half a quarter already or uh, half a year already out of the way. But um, after that, I really want to get to a place where I can put the boys in school activities after school or during the day or whenever and totally know that. And I kind of, I, I got a little taste of this when I was on my maternity leave, um, walk away from the gym and know that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And that my, that my team's got it. And we always tell them like, run it like you own it, you know, and they all do. Like I literally have the ultimate dream team. So I hope that continues. And then that would be my goal is get the boys and, you know, all the activities and be that mom that runs them around town all day Hell long. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> do yep. that thing, do that thing. So that sounds awesome. I'm going to steal that line and bring it back to work the next time I am on maternity leave and find my next replacement. Run it like you own it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I love that. Man, I have similar goals. I got to tell you the second that the second that that baby can walk, Hunter's going 
into gymnastics lessons. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Matt and I are like, there's nothing, we can't find a single thing better. Number one is going to make him the greatest CrossFitter of all time. Yes. CrossFit games, <laughs> 2040. You just yeah, wait. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and number two, just like, like body awareness, muscular development, posture, like, you know, even, even like behavior and like yeah. listening to the coach, like it just seems yeah. to be the greatest foundation that we could yeah. give them. So yeah. that's our plan. And physical activity. I mean, not that the kid yeah. isn't already active, but yeah. True. True. I think we're going to skip right over crawling and go straight yeah. to walking. You probably. Truly. Yeah. Truly. He so hates, hates being on his knees. Can't figure oh, it out. Like just gosh. like squeeze right out on his belly, but he's like obsessed oh. with putting pressure on his feet. There we go. It's going to happen before you know it, Nikki. It literally happens overnight. So Mm, I know I'm not ready. I know. And then it's, it's like game on after that. There's no, Oh, just go. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be there in two minutes, honey. You know, like play, set some toys down in front of him and he'll keep himself occupied for, you Uh know, it's like, it's yeah, it's all over. So. Well, because that's where we're at right now. Like two days a week, he's home with me, and I just am like literally like on a Zoom call or doing work, and he's like on the play mat on the floor with a bunch of toys next to me, and that's all day, all day. Yeah. Matt and I are just passing him back and forth because they're working from home, and then the other three days yeah. he's at daycare, and I'm like, oh god, this is like not gonna work. I'm like <laughs> called up daycare this week, and I was like, when can you get him in for five days? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I know. Yeah, they learn a lot there too. So. Yeah, he seems to love it. He seems to be thriving with all the other kids. Oh, that's great. That's great. This was so nice to catch up. Thank you so yeah. much for hopping on and just giving us some insight on like what your world has been like. I the the move from one to two is like, well, it's on my mind. And I just am so like I have so many questions about all the all the things. So thank you for coming on and giving us some insight into all that. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been it goes fast for real. Like every day. It's just what happened today? I don't even know. I blacked out. I have no idea. (laughs) Pretty much, but it's so awesome at the same time. That's why we do the thing at the end of the night as parents where we put the baby down for bed and then you spend like a half hour scrolling through the photos of the baby that you took. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) So true. Oh my God, so true. Oh Love man. It. Well, yeah, Stace, thanks for so thanks so much rather for coming on. Um for everyone listening, you guys, thanks for tuning in for another one of these episodes. As always, if you have more ideas on the types of topics or guests, uh let me know, slide into the DMs or shoot me an email and I will continue trying to find people to fill those spots. Uh so for everyone listening, thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you guys soon. <laughs>